my friends dave sharp here welcome 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 to wake up legendary i feel like michael buffer this morning this is the moment you've all been waiting for come on come on give it to me hey i'm pretty good at that i think i might have a career there if this doesn't work out my friends my friends my friends um we are going to have a powerful morning listening to a true mar well a legendary marketer let's just let's just put it like that a legendary marketer um this woman has rocked uh many worlds she has rocked our world she has clearly rocked her family's world she has broken barriers that uh even barriers themselves didn't know could be broken and she has done it in amazing graceful yet gritty fashion and she's going to talk to you today about her journey of going from wondering if she could actually do this believe it or not and you're going to hear that from from her mouth not mine uh, i was blown away when i heard that to now becoming one of the most profitable marketers in all of the internet in terms of affiliate marketing in 2023 and she's just getting started chelsea we welcome to the show <laughs> hello thank you so much for that i know i'm I'm pretty good at this intro thing, you know? That was pretty good, yeah. Yes. So how are you? Where are you? And um, what is new just as of this week? I just learned at the Mastermind. That's why I'm asking that question. Yeah. In your life here recently. Yeah, I'm fabulous. Life is fabulous. Life is, is good. I have not one single complaint in the world right now. Um, where am I? We are in South Carolina. We just moved into a new house and as of friday so i'm living in an empty office and living out of boxes right now waiting for furniture to get here but it's still 90 degrees and sunny here and back in new york my friends and family are complaining that it's 60 and cold and we have a new pool in our backyard and life is amazing life is good mm -hmm. and of course it appears from the outside looking in that this was all an overnight success for you and when we're watching your short videos your marketing videos that you've that you do so well and that you've that you've you're you're mastering at this point we don't really get to hear the behind the scenes journey of where Chelsea was, what happened, and and kind of what it's like now. So we're all looking forward to hearing that. I'm looking forward for people to hear that from you today. So what led you to Legendary? What were you looking for? And of course, we wonder if you found it, but tell us some of the backstory about what led you to this point and what it was like before this. Yeah, so I am a nurse by trade. Um, I have not been a nurse since I was before I was pregnant with my daughter, who's now seven and a half. And when I got pregnant with her, I was like, I can't, I need to be a stay-at-home mom. That's just my ultimate goal. But I also need to find a way to contribute financially because we just could never live off one income. It just, it just wasn't possible. And it's not something that we wanted. We didn't want to struggle, even though we did end up struggling. Um, so I left nursing to be a stay-at-home mom and since then have been on the hunt to find a way to make a significant income from home. And I've done everything that you can probably think of. I've tried every side hustle out there. I have done two network marketing companies for many years and 
some people that did those network marketing companies with me might think that I was successful. Um, and maybe I was successful at that time for a very short period of time. Um, but never did I see wild success like this or anything significant enough to earn a significant income from home without hassling friends and family or being on my phone all day long or following up with people and, and convincing people to buy my product. Like it was just too much work for not enough money. Um, I also tried doing small shops. I designed my own t-shirts for a while. Didn't, didn't really, couldn't, I couldn't maintain that with kids and inventory and shipping. And I've tried pretty much everything, pretty much everything. Um, and, you know, over the last few years, and then especially moving last year, we moved from New York to South Carolina, that costs a lot of money. Um, and I was searching for a way, like I just, we needed a break. Like it was just years and years of struggling financially. My husband was working as an electrician, then he was coming home. And at night and on weekends, I felt like a single mom because I was a guy, electrician. He, he's a blue collar man, true and true. Um, but I felt like a single mom because I never saw him. He was hustling, trying to sell uh, life insurance at night and on the weekends to just to, just to pay our bills. And we had enough. And I saw a social media video on TikTok about affiliate marketing. And I had heard of it, you know, like, oh, I can share my links to clothes on Amazon and products that I bought my kids. But like, it was like, oh, I made a 40 cent commission from that. Well, that didn't really work out. You know, I didn't have any idea how to scale this to or monetize my social media um, before I found out about Legendary and took the challenge. So that's sort of what got me here. I saw someone else on TikTok sharing about how they changed their life. And I sat on the opportunity, honestly, for months. I just kept watching her and watching her and watching her and rolling my eyes, but also watching because I wanted what she had. Mm -hmm. And then I finally was like, why not me? You know, why can't I do that? Why can't I succeed the way that she succeeded? And I finally jumped in. And as you were jumping in, you of course, everybody watches you now and thinks you jumped in with brimming confidence. You jumped in thinking that knowing from day one, from moment one, that you were going to be a multimillionaire in seven months, right? You knew that with the utmost confidence, right? Wrong, wrong, wrong. I definitely struggled with confidence my entire life, but 100% over the last seven years since becoming a mom and not having a purpose. It felt like aside from being a mom, you know, I felt like a failure, even though, you know, I was doing the greatest work known to man was being a mom, but I wasn't contributing anything. So I felt stressed and then I wasn't being a good mom. And then I came into this and was like, well, I failed every other business in the past. Why would I ever be good at this? You know, like I failed everything that I've ever done. Like I'm probably just going to fail this too, you know? And I made a lot of mistakes in the beginning, you know, like two weeks in, I realized my funnel was set up wrong. And then a week after that, I was like, oh, damn, I didn't connect my ebook the right way. No one was probably receiving that. I made a lot of mistakes in the beginning. I struggled. It was a slow first six to seven weeks. I had a lot of self-doubt. I didn't think that I could ever be good at anything, but let alone another online business. That's mind blowing when I heard you say that. Of course, um, I sort of led that question. Everybody can tell that. But I'd like to give a little disclaimer here. First and foremost, 
Chelsea is a multimillionaire now. She's earned over $2 million alone here as an affiliate of Legendary, plus the other things that she's doing, which I am not able to keep track of, nor do I, I know about. Um, I just know about what she's earned here. So uh, that is not a guarantee of income. That is not a guarantee that you're going to make a single dollar. And I must say, after making that claim, that the majority of people who buy any how-to information online make no money at all. I have to think that's because they do nothing at all. But that's not my that's not mine really to say or assume. Um, I, I I the other disclaimer I want to give is that Chelsea and I have not talked up until this point. Even through her success, I didn't give her private coaching. Um, I, I didn't. She didn't get a secret side door to walk in. She didn't get a you know a downline given to her. Of course, this is not an MLM. Um, uh, there were no shortcuts for Chelsea. And when I say I haven't talked to her, we were sitting on a um, we were sitting on a virtual mastermind that we invited you. Of course, it was our honor to have you out and and have you train um, last Saturday. And as you were talking, of course, this was the first time that I had actually even heard you kind of tell your story. And you said that, you know, I really didn't know if I could do this when I first got started. And I mean, I went to, <laughs> I was throwing my head off the bat. I mean, I was freaking out, you know, thinking, holy crap, you know, here's somebody who's crushing it. Can you say a little bit more about how, you um, some of the limiting beliefs that you had beside, you know, you listed quite a few, but what was it that you envisioned? Did you think, you know, I'm not going to be able to be good on video? Did you think that I'm not going to be able to be consistent with this? Did you think I'm not going to be able to be creative enough? Like what were some of the things that were swirling around in your head that were kind of the, the sort of limiting visualizations that you're having and wondering if you were going to actually even be able to do this? Yeah. I mean, a lot of it just stems from me growing up with a scarcity mindset. I grew up broke. We grew up not having a lot of things. I grew up, my mom passed away when I was young. So my dad was a single dad to me and my sister and he did his best maybe, um, but he made a lot of mistakes as well. And so I always, as a, as a child, I just grew up without confidence. I grew up, you know, like scared and feeling like I had to hold on to everything that I have because it was going to get taken away from me. And I started this and every other business I've ever tried with the same mindset. Like, oh, even if I do succeed for a little bit of time, just like every other business in the past, it's going to be gone. You know, like I'm not really going to, I'm not really going to succeed long-term or I'm not really going to like build something legitimate and real and long-term and support my family. You know, I was like, maybe I'll get lucky, you know, and like make a couple dollars. Maybe I'll get lucky and have a couple of videos that do okay. Like I didn't ever think that I was good enough to mm. succeed and to like, you know, to build this type of business ever, ever. Mm. Cause I just grew up being told that I wasn't good enough. So I, all the things that you said though, my videos, I even scroll back though. And I'm like, oh man, those videos were cringy. Like those videos were not good, but I just put them out there. You know, like it was all about this time. I just told myself, like, it doesn't matter if it's perfect. You just have to put it out there. Like I said, my funnel was messed up two weeks in and I was just like, well, I guess I'll go back and fix that. And then we'll have to keep going. You know, like it was just 
are my videos going to be good enough? Does anyone want to hear from me? Do I have a story to tell? Does anyone relate to me? Is this just another business that people are like, oh, Chelsea's just selling another something. Here we go. Like it was all of that. It was all of those things that I told myself on a daily basis. But then at the end of the day, I said, no, no, this is, I'm not going to stop until I see these results. I'm not going to stop until this. I'm going to keep getting up every day, making videos, even though no one's watching. I'm going to get up every day and make videos three times a day, post them three times a day for, you know, $2.80 maybe in a couple of weeks, you know, like that's what I told myself until I see the results that I was looking for. Yeah. You're taking me back to even, I mean, let's just be honest. Like when you have that sort of, um, that sort of childhood, which I also came from a, a broken home, my father struggled with, with alcoholism. Uh, he, he's now 15 years sober. He got sober six months after I got clean. Okay. So the last 15 years have been pretty dang good for us, but I'll tell you what, the first 25 or whatever, were yeah. rough, you know, were rough and all that shame, all that guilt, even generational shame. I mean, just even knowing what my family was like in the previous few generations and what happened and some of the traumas that happened, you know, I really kind of came in when I finally got clean at 24 and then 25 started this, I had all the shame. I had all the limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, is they can, they can still creep back in sometimes, you know, they can still the imposter syndrome. Am I a fraud? Mm -hmm. Am I, are people going to find out that I'm not as good as they think I am? You know, am I going to get knocked off the pedestal? They have me. I'm so afraid sometimes for people to look up to me because I don't want to let them down. You know what I mean? And it's those old bugaboos, those old limiting beliefs can still creep back in even to this day, even with all the success, even with all the validation, even with all the celebration. And so how did you move into this or how have you learned how to do better self-care for yourself, to set more boundaries for yourself, to not over-explain, to not overshare, to not seek validation from some of these friends and family who may have negative and criticizing and shaming comments. Let's start with family and immediate friends. How did, how did you and how are you navigating? Because quite frankly, you don't need to talk to them anymore about this business, right? So, I mean, it's not, you know, yeah. we still seek their validation. We want approval. You know, at least I do sometimes. It's nice to hear somebody say, I'm proud of you, even though, you know, it's hard to hear that sometimes from a friend or family member. How have you navigated close friends and family? Honestly, most of my close friends have now started affiliate marketing. <laughs> I mean, my husband's always like, how can anyone be your friend in real life and see how successful you've been and not give it a try or not believe that it's real? Um, but, you know, I've had friends since reaching a certain point in this business that have been like, so a lot of people are wondering, like, if what you do is like real and legit. Like, can you tell me about, it? you know, like I've even had family, my, my husband's parents um, at one point were like, is what Chelsea's doing legal? <laughs> like, is that real or um, should we call the police? Um, but, you know, I truthfully, I don't talk to a lot of my family um, anymore. Uh, I don't think that most of them know what I'm doing. I know my dad hasn't even asked what I do because he doesn't have social media and we don't communicate that much. Okay. But as far as seeking validation goes, it's just been, 
it, it takes a lot of work still, honestly. I still have to work on my mindset every single day, exactly like you just said, and even more so now reaching certain points of my success. I have, I feel like some people have me on a pedestal and it's a lot of pressure sometimes. So it's a constant me working on my mindset every day. I wake up and I journal and I do gratitude and I do manifestations because my mindset is everything. And if I'm not working on it every single day, as, as well as like my exercise and fitness, because fitness, because that's my therapy, but I have to work on it every single day. And it's something that I constantly have to, like, I'm constantly having conversations with my husband about, you know, and it's like, at some point in life, you just have to realize that like either people support you or they don't and they don't pay your bills and they, you know, like their opinions don't benefit your life at all. And you just have to set boundaries. And as far as how I do that, I just don't like if something doesn't serve me <laughs> and not selfishly, you know, like, oh, if that's not benefiting me, then I'm not going to do it. But if it doesn't, if it doesn't, my husband and I always say, like, if that person is a vacuum and not a battery, then we don't engage in that. <laughs> if they're sucking the life out of me and not charging me up, then we don't, we're just, we're not engaging in that anymore because I cannot have that energy in my life anymore because it affects everything. It affects everything. And I did too many years of having vacuum friends and family. Man, you just... Not only are you back in the dump truck and dr and dropping the platinum gold in in silver bars off, but the little that the little things that you tell yourself, and of course the morning routine that you so clearly just described to us is 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 so clear and so powerful. So, what's your husband's name again? Eric. So, how did you navigate Eric at the beginning after the the various? Um, businesses in the past that may have not seeked uh, or reached the, the the heights that you wanted them to, or maybe you even talked about wishing and hoping and even promising that they would. Um, mm -hmm. I know if you were anything like me, I mean, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I get, I'm fired up about things when I start and it, it you know, it's kind of disappointing if it doesn't reach the heights. I kind you know, there's a little bit of shame involved there and I kind of feel like a failure and I kind of wonder, do I still get, do I still get their support? Do I, you know, and then of course there's a little hesitancy to go back and pitch my next venture, you know, and ask for their support, you know? <laughs> um, so how did you navigate Eric and, and, and uh, what sort of without be, without oversharing, I'm not asking you to take us into, um, intimate conversations, but what, what, how did that, what did that look like for you? And how did you, how did you solicit his support in this new uh, chapter of your life starting right at the beginning of 2023? Yeah, he's honestly the most supportive man in the entire world. And maybe he's just supportive to me. He's usually very supportive with his friends too, but if I'm being truthful, he is the reason that either of us ever became entrepreneurs. I remember I was still nursing. I was in, I was a nurse still, and I would come home and he was reading, um, Les Brown. He was listening to Les Brown videos and reading like personal development books. And I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm doing personal development. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go watch a show. You know, like at first I was the one that was like, I don't know what you're doing, trying to better yourself. I didn't say that. Um, but he was the one that really, like we was the reason that we both even ever considered starting a business. He's always been very business minded. He used to want to open his own electrical business. Then he was like, eh, I don't know about that. I'd rather get into real estate, whatever. 
whatever he he thought. So he he started businesses first, and then I was like, okay, let I found this network marketing company. Like so, really, it was because of him that I ever considered being a business owner. I never thought I could be a business owner. I always thought you just go to work, or like I would marry rich, or I don't know. But <laughs> neither of those things happened. So um, he was the reason that we started businesses, and he has been supportive of every single business that I've ever talked about it, it, obviously if it aligns with like who I am like if I were to say that I wanted to start a construction business he'd be like well that's not really going to make sense for you but he everything I ever come to him with he's like okay yeah that's what you want to try you know because he's tried a lot of businesses himself as well and he also wants my support we're very supportive of each other hey. of course if I was like it's going to cost $50,000 to start he'd be like well you know, back then he'd be like, we don't have that. So unfortunately we can't do that. Is there another way? But he's always supportive of everything I do. I mean, of course, I'm sure in the beginning of this, he knows he, he's confident in, you know, my ability to like be disciplined and, and put in the work and things like that. Um, but in the beginning he was like, okay, so we're going to do another online thing. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. But he was always supportive. He was like, okay, you go make your videos. <laughs> So you, I think you hit on a key piece right there. He, he's confident in your ability to be disciplined with something. Okay. So there, there, there's a reason why he believes in you because you've demonstrated the evidence to at least follow through with things. And it may be the business model that you were in before previously for, for me, honestly, network marketing companies financially just didn't make sense. Like I started to actually crunch the numbers and I was like, there's actually really no way I'm going to get rich here doing this. You know what I mean? I mean, because the three who get three, who get three, who get three and only needing to just get three and then rely on everybody else to get three yeah. is it's not realistic. It never happens. You get yeah. what you get. You might, maybe out of a hundred, you find one person who's going to actually go out there and slam dunk grandma, Betty and uncle Joe into the business. And then it's going to blow up. But yeah. so you talked about your morning routine a little bit. Let segue into, cause I want to talk about mindset. I want to talk about discipline. I want to talk about grit. And that's of course what Eric sees in you he knows that you're going to give it your all so talk to us about what are the other things that you do in your life that support your success that you are also disciplined in whether it be your exercise your diet the other support it's like the supporting actors mm -hmm. sure the business appears to be the main actor right but mm -hmm. we all know that there's not and it is right it's the it's the big cash cow it's the big kahuna right and no movie is complete without the supporting actors. So in your life, what are the things that you also give credit to besides Eric? We got him out of the way and he's a big deal. Yeah. And you mentioned exercise and you mentioned morning routine and you mentioned journaling. Can you say more about those supporting pieces inside of your life that you're basically disciplined and committed to and you probably were even before the business and that sort of prepared you for the business. And I wonder, are you still doing those pieces now that you're successful? Yeah, I'm still trying to. <laughs> I'm still trying to do most of them. Um, moving and then, you know, a, a very bu busy business and three kids is, you know, we don't have any family here, so we have no help. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but I'm trying to exercise. I'm very big into wellness and exercise and fitness and nutrition. So 
non-negotiable no matter where I am in life. I work out six times a week. Sunday is the only day that I take off every single day. It's a must that I have to do before I can go on with my day. So, um, you know, now the school started back up, I get up, I work out before the kids wake up or after my husband takes them to school, I work out with the two-year-old chasing me around. Um, my supplements, those are a big thing for my mental status as well. You know, I'm big on supplements and eating healthy. I don't really eat a lot of sugar. I know people probably are going to think I'm crazy, but I try not to eat a lot of sugar. And then, you know, mindset and journaling every single day. But if I don't get a chance to do journaling all day, I'm basically saying manifestations in my head. It's just like a, a part of my routine that I've had since having kids. I don't know. It's just a big thing that I do where I say the same statements to myself over and over again throughout the day. When I lay my head down at night, I say the same, you know, prayers, the same manifestations. All of those things are a big part of my routine as well. Um, and then non-negotiables for me, you know, like I, I don't, if I'm watching a show at night, which is rare these days, I'm on my computer, I'm doing more research, I'm watching videos, I'm putting in time for my business. I'm, you know, listening to other calls. I'm doing things to fill my mind with better stuff. Mm. Talk to us about, uh, in those manifestation statements may be personal and intimate to you. And I want to respect those, but give us an idea, an example. I'm sure there's, you know, 1,162 people who are listening to this live who would love to duplicate the manifestation <laughs> statements that Chelsea says to herself. Yeah. Because we need to personalize this to ourselves, my friends. We can't just listen to what Chelsea does and think that if we do the exact same thing, we're going to get the same result. We need to duplicate and model the, the, the efforts. We need to duplicate and model the disciplines. But what when somebody hears that, pretend that they've never heard somebody say what you just said, the manifestation statements, and, and even help us to understand how that connects back to right when you had children, because that we also oftentimes have a lot of limiting beliefs and negative self-talk that pops up when we're, when we're parenting our children. So to talk to us a little bit more about that and give us some examples of what that might look like for us. Yeah. So your manifestations are going to be statements that you want to tell yourself based on your goals or based on what you want out of your life. So I definitely do money manifestations every single day since I've started this, especially, you know, I'm good at making money. Money flows into my life effortlessly. My money continues to grow. I always have more money than I need. I say those four statements mm -hmm. every day, every day. I say those four statements. Um, <laughs> And to me, like I've been manifesting and working on my mindset since I had kids because I struggled with postpartum depression and anxiety. I've always been an anxious person, person just because of the way I grew up. <laughs> um, and so for me, my mindset and manifestations, you know, are I'm good enough. I am worthy of this. I'm worthy of success. I'm worthy of whatever you think you're, you're going after, right? Like I'm worthy. I'm good enough. I can do this. Mm. Uh, I was meant to be a mom, whatever it was, you know, like mm. I'm a good mom to my kids, whatever mm. things you need to remind yourself on a daily basis to just hammer into your head that you can do whatever you're going after, right? Like you, you're good at what you're doing, or yeah, mm. I'm meant to be doing this, or this is where we're meant to be, or yes, just some examples. <laughs> oh God, man, that's, that's soul food. I mean, really, because, you know, <sighs> Uh, powerful. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a part of a couple of groups and, and one in particular, we travel to each other four times a year and always stay in, in one of the members' houses, about, about 12 of us. Wow. And, um, and um, 
you know, there are times, and then we basically sit around in a circle for, for two and a half days and just talk about our lives and check in and get feedback and, and, and really just, uh, address things that are needed. There's a, there's a facilitator. Uh, he, he's a, he's a, he's a uh, licensed therapist and also uh, just a very talented individual who helps us to facilitate these groups and, and is also like a member, um, but still a leader. And there are times in which a member, a man needs the other 11 individuals to stand up and hug that man and tell that man that they are good enough, that they are deserving, that they are a great friend, that they are a great father, that they are good enough. And uh, it's amazing how powerful that is. Now, obviously, sometimes it can be more powerful when we hear it from somebody else than when we say it to ourselves, because oftentimes when we hear it from somebody else, it's easier to believe than when we hear it from ourselves. And that comes with practice, right? That also comes with a combination of both speaking positive affirmations to ourselves, And as I like to, to, as I learned in recovery, we need to act ourselves into a new way of thinking, not only just think ourselves into a new way of acting. So there is a combination of taking action and proving to ourselves that we're worthy. So let's talk about when you started actually posting videos and start kind of putting yourself out there. How, what did that look like? What were the things that popped up that, that, that had you second guessing yourself? And also what were the things that kept you going when you, for what if somebody's brand new, they're starting or starting over? Obviously we, we all want to, we all want to relate to and identify with the, the, the negative things to know that we're not alone, but also what were the signs, the positive signs that you were able to recognize and notice and find hope and inspiration from not to quit as you were probably getting only a couple to a few to a couple of dozen views on those first videos. Mm -hmm. I, there's so many things. There's so many things. I just believed when I first started the challenge and became an affiliate for legendary, I just kept watching the other successful people in this business and that was my reminder. It was just, they were ordinary people that saw success. So why couldn't I? They're ordinary people. So am I. If they can do it, I can do it. They didn't have any time. I can, I can do this. If they can do it, I can do it. I'm not going to give up until I do. That's, that's all it was, was just your mindset. It was my mindset telling me if I'm going to do this and there's no way that I'm going to stop until I do. But there were things in the beginning. I mean, I think it's just natural human nature that after a few weeks of getting really shitty views on your reels and, you know, 10 followers that you're like, eh, I don't know, this isn't going to work out, but it takes time and consistency and patience. And most people want to give up after a few weeks. And it's like, what business can you build in three weeks? Nobody builds a business in three weeks. Like keep going, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going. And it's interesting because you are the 801st guest on the show. We, we celebrated 800 yesterday. Okay. So, 
800 other real life. Now, some gurus might call them testimonials. The truth is we have more testimonials than we can count here. These are real life, authentic success stories. And some results are much bigger. Your results are incredible and truly the biggest of any guests that we've had on the show. And I'd like to celebrate and validate you for that. I love to give credit where credit's due. You are a rock star and you have done things that have not been done here at Legendary yet. And you'll always hold that crown. However, there's 800 other, <laughs> since you're 801, there's yeah. 800 other stories of people to listen to you, my friends who are listening, the 1,136, you don't need to reach the heights that Chelsea has this year. There's also so many other stories and, and, and experiences and evidence. It's not just believe, right? It's not just believe that this will one day happen for you. It is, there are success stories and i think they're they're an important part of going through a curriculum right is actually being able to look and listen to other people who are actually applying it and um i'm glad that you brought that up because i oftentimes get as much or more inspiration and learning from hearing the real life stories and that's one of the reasons why we do this show for free you know it's one of the reasons why this particular show is not behind a paywall is because even for those of you who come here and say well, I can't afford anything. Well, you got 801 things that you can't afford because they're your, for your favorite four-letter F word, okay? And that's not F-U-C, you know what. It's F-R-E-E, -E, baby. And there's curriculum that's organized and well-structured for everybody to go through and to learn the principles, to learn how to set things up. Can you speak to the idea of taking, a, of you mentioned going through the challenge and of course learning and, and actually applying yourself. You also mentioned sitting up at night, even if you have a show on and good for you, get you a show girl, but you're also listening and you're also learning. So many times I see people who want to come in and just, you know, okay, I bought the thing, whether it's the challenge blueprints, whatever it is. Now I just want to just get started. It's almost like buying something is the price of admission for success. Can you talk about just taking a little time once you're getting started to actually learn what the hell you're doing before you jump into the deep end and then a week or two later get frustrated because you don't know what you're doing? Mm -hmm. I So I took the challenge in September. And then I was paralyzed with fear and I did nothing. I did not launch my business until January. So I was so like, okay, yeah, here's the tools. I'm going to go through the tools. I'm going to learn them. I'm going to invest in my knowledge. I'm going to learn some more. And then I was terrified. I was just like, what am I going to do? Am I actually going to do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? Well, let me pause. Okay. I'll come back to that. You know, and I took way too long to get started. I took way too long to launch. Um, but I think it's important to remember that like, yes, you, you want to just get started, but if you're not doing it the, the right way, right. If you're not setting up your systems, just, just one time set those systems up and then everything else is golden. But if you rush through it, you get frustrated, you get overwhelmed, you get paralyzed with fear, you're not helping yourself or anyone else. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's very true. Um, 
it's amazing how simple this really can be if you, like you just said, you do it right the first time. Mm -hmm. I think that so often we are so, you know, and you just laid it out. You spelled it out perfectly. I'm glad that, I mean, this is just, this is just so important for everybody to hear that we jump from one end of the spectrum right over to the other, right? Total procrastination, total paralyzation, total, you know, no action, just sitting on the sidelines, peanut gallerying it up, just watching and, and thinking about, thinking about, thinking about getting ready to get ready. And then once we make the decision to get, to, to jump in, it's like, I'm off, I'm off, <laughs> right? And, 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 and there's no kind of like, kind of like, okay, let me figure out what the hell I'm doing here now that I've made the decision. Mm -hmm. And isn't that such a common thing in so many things that we do? Eric, probably half of his electrician jobs were probably going behind <laughs> DIYers who, who wanted to do it themselves and blew their, blew their fingers up because they didn't just want to have a, a good professional electrician come out and they didn't want to pay for it yeah. right so then he's coming behind in fixing people's stuff mm -hmm. and it's true you set your systems up you set your funnel up you, if you want to give away an ebook on your landing page you write it you, you or you have chat gpt help you you set things up properly the first time and if you take a little bit of extra time to make sure that they're done right from the get-go it really, that part of the business can be set it and forget it. And then you totally transition over to focusing on your traffic strategy. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about traffic. When, when did you really discover and have the epiphany that traffic really is the lifeblood of every business? I saw a post in one of our Facebook groups last night where a gentleman said, Hey, I want to get, you know, where can I find, I'm, I'm stuck on multiple streams of income. I, where can I find other ways to make money? And I could tell that he hadn't had got one stream streaming yet, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you don't really need to worry about multiple streams of income until you get one stream streaming. What you need to worry about is multiple streams of traffic. Because right. once you get traffic flowing into your funnel, you can sell as many things as you want on the back end through your email follow-up series, inviting people then to webinars or live calls, et cetera, et cetera. When did that light bulb, the traffic light bulb go off for you? It really was not until like week seven to nine of me starting this business. And truthfully, that's most people give up before then because they're not seeing traffic. Mm -hmm. And it was when I realized, okay, I got this, I got a content strategy down. I was present on all three social media platforms. I was consistent and patient. And I just saw finally after maybe it was seven or eight weeks, one of my videos finally was getting more views. And I was like, oh, this is working. This is working. And that's just the little thing that I needed to, to keep going. Right. And if people don't have that at week seven or nine, it'll, it'll happen, but it won't happen if you give up at week seven or nine. So like you said, I think a lot of people right now are getting frustrated that it's not happening fast, right? Like it's, it's not happening overnight. It, should, it did not happen overnight for me either. And then they add too many other things like other streams and their audience is getting confused. And then they just completely mess up any traffic to the one thing they started in the beginning. Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense. Well, well, people are, are just 
adding too many other things now to their audience and they should just really focus on driving traffic to one and nail that down first. God. I mean, I, you know, I hope people hear it from you and really take it to heart because it's one of those simple yet very difficult things to grasp in this business. And I, I, I did too. My friends, this is not a shame session. We hate shame around here. This is not a blame session. This is a, I did this too. We are all in the same boat here. And what we want to do is help everybody to, to, to kind of not really you know, not make the same mistakes we make. I mean, this isn't grandpa's, this isn't grandpa and grandma's, you know, lecture session here. Um, this is, hey, we get it. You want to get stream streaming. Everybody understands that. Everybody can, everybody understands that desire. The challenge is, is it's like trying to jump to step six before doing one through five. Uh-huh. And the, the problem is not you finding things to make money off of. It's, it's finding enough people to buy the first thing from you, right? Exactly. It's getting enough people consistently coming in your front door. And if you want to simplify it down to thinking of it like a brick and mortar business, you can have, you can have as many streams of income sitting on your shelves ready to sell as you want. But if you don't have anybody coming through the front door, Okay, the front door, and that's a key phrase, the front door of your business, it doesn't matter how many, th- there's lots of good products and services that are sitting on the shelves of businesses mm-hmm. from good people. This has nothing to do with your worth. It has nothing to do with your potential. It has nothing to do with how good of a person or how deserving you are. It's just all about strategies and frameworks and tactics. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And so it's about setting that dadgum front door up yeah. and having a line around the corner of people coming into that front door. And most of the time they're coming into that front door because of the buzz or the chum, as I explained in the fishing formula business plan, you've chummed the waters, you've got the, you know, the bloods in the waters, the guts and the, you know, the sharks are kind of circling around that front door. They all want to pile into that front door. And once they do, they're going to go crazy. Imagine, you know, the Black Friday sales where people are fighting over TVs and slam dunking each other. Yeah. Once, once you get them into the front door because they were so kind of riled up out there to come through the front door, then they'll buy more stuff. Mm-hmm. What comes up for you is I sort of rant about this front door piece and it, it also speak about the idea that traffic, but also lead generation in list building. I think I heard you say the other day on the mastermind that you have a dadgum list of 350,000 people. I mean, <laughs> holy crap. I mean, you own a database of people that you can follow up and market to anytime you want. I mean, if I wanted to be super hypey, I'd call it a, a, a digital uh ATM machine. I won't go there, but um, talk to us about the power of list building and now having your own database of people that even if one stream stops streaming and it's not even your fault, right? That you have a list of people that you can market to. Yeah. I, we talk about this. Um, my business partner and I, Kayla, we have a, um, a paid mentorship group and we talk about this every single week 
<clears throat> with people that are just starting out because everyone, when you, when you start out, right, like you just said, you're excited and you're like, let's go. I just want to get this going. I want to start making money. I want to do this. But then you, you just start sharing, right? You just start sharing content on social media and all you're doing is saying like, Hey, blah, 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 dee, dee, dee. click my link, click my link, click my link, buy for me, buy for me, buy for me, buy for me. And that's not how you build trust or build an audience or a community of people that want to purchase from you. You have to offer value first. That's how you build a list is to offer value, share your story, share more about who you are, what you're going to offer them, give them, you know, something for free, give them information, like solve a problem for them. If you're not doing those things and you just want people to click on your link, your list is not going to grow. <laughs> you have to, you know, offer something to people, get them to trust you and relate to you and give them something that's going to help them first, because that is the key to building a community and a big list is not just telling people to go click your link when you just started and they're like, I'm not going to buy from you. I don't even know you. You have to first share who you are and solve a problem for them. Like be a real person, share who you are and share entertaining, educational, valuable content before you can build any list at all. Yeah. And, and that really boils down to why would somebody get on your list in the first place? Well, it's not because you're telling them to click my link. Who in the, who in God's name wants to click another link on the internet? It's like, if we frame it like that, it's going to be a turnoff. And now there is a lot of, of, of people saying that algorithms like TikTok, uh, TikTok's algorithm are kind of picking up on because they can transcribe what's being said in the audio and the computers and the algorithms can 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 pick up on that instantly. If you're saying link and bio, link and bio, link and bio, there's a lot of people who believe now the algorithm is just kind of putting you down on the bottom of the barrel, not even showing your stuff. Yeah. Opposed to go and grab my free ebook that's going to explain the first three steps of XYZ to help you get the results that you want and help you get started. Mm -hmm. That could work in any niche. That's why I'm saying of XYZ. Mm -hmm. um, go, go, go enter your email and tell me where to send a 20 minute overview. That's going to show you the exact rocking strategy to get your child to fall in asleep in your arms within five minutes or less at night so you can get a good night's sleep as a brand new mom, right? right. Um, go and, go and um, opt in and register to my list and I will send you an invitation tonight at 6 p.m., right? Here's offering a bonus and a time limiter or a deadline to get people to go opt in right away. Go opt into my list so I can send out at 4 p.m. Eastern time an invite to a live call that I'm doing tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern time to where I'm going to walk you through my exact list building strategies that help have helped me to build a list of 350,000 people. That is a much different frame. And when I say frame, I mean, how are you delivering the picture to people? If you're putting it in a crappy frame, the artwork ain't going to look as good. Right. The frame of how you deliver it can be everything. So what are some of the most useful calls to action? I mean, I think I heard you say something about simply telling people to follow you. Talk to us a little bit about we can go and watch your videos and we can see and we can model, but help us to understand why you do some of the things you do, in particular, 
your calls to action towards the end of your videos? Yeah, I think that in the beginning, especially when you're in the growth phase, right? In the beginning, you're in the growth phase and then there's a sales phase where you're, you know, converting and things like that. But in the beginning, my husband has my two-year-old outside right now on a bike that is way too small for him. Um, in the beginning, um, you want to, you like I said, you don't want to just direct people to go purchase from you. So your call to action in the beginning is always follow you because no one is going to click your link, go to your um, funnel and get your free guide if no one's watching your your reels, right? Like if you don't have any followers and you don't have any audience, you don't, no one's watching, right? So in the beginning, you're growing. You want to focus on just your call to action on every single video should always be follow, follow for more. In your video, say follow for more. Um, and even now, seven months in with 500,000 followers on Instagram that I just hit a couple nights ago, I still at the end of every video say follow because I always want more eyes on my content. I always want more people hearing my story. So I still say follow to this day. Mm. But then when you're starting to you know, focus on conversions and sales, um, my call to actions will just also still be directing them to my free guide. Like if you are still lost on what affiliate marketing is or how you know to make money online or whatever it is that I'm trying to offer them that day. DM me or, or follow, what am I talking about? I say comment, learn, or comment ready, and I'll send you my free guide. Comment, learn, and I'll send you the basic steps to X, Y, and Z. Comment, guide, and I'll send you my free guide to X, Y, and Z. So I will just give them an actionable step to get more information from me for free, more, more mm -hmm. tools and resources. Yeah. But I still say follow. Now you broke that down. We don't have time to do that today, but you broke down in unbelievable fashion, your Instagram strategy for our virtual mastermind. Now that recording for anybody who owns our blueprints plus mastermind is available to you all. Even if you were not able to attend that virtual mastermind last Saturday, I think it was last Saturday. Um, if you are thinking about getting the blueprints and mastermind that will also be available to you. Um, you really kind of broke down your Instagram strategy, why you like Instagram the most. Mm -hmm. Touch on that real quick before we start to bring this in for a landing. What have you learned about the different social media platforms and why have you really gravitated and invested the most into Instagram? Yeah, I'm sorry. My dog is barking at my husband outside. Um, Instagram is my baby. I, I love Instagram. If you're not on Instagram, I don't know why you're not on Instagram. It is a place. So TikTok is more about like vanity views, right? Like you can go viral pretty easily, in my opinion, um, from doing nothing. But Instagram is not that way. They're not going to give you vanity views. You got to work for it. You have to you have to nurture it and grow it and Instagram is a place where you can really connect with your audience. Like I can get on my stories and they can see that I'm a real person and I can get on and share more about myself. I can share what I'm doing every day with my kids so they can relate to me more. And then it's also a place that I can connect with my audience, meaning that I can have real life conversations with people in my DMs. TikTok is not like that. They make it so difficult to, to talk to your audience over there. Um, Instagram is really just a personable relatable community aspect that I love and I nurture and I think everyone should nurture because people can really see that you're a real person over there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Agreed. And for those who are asking about how do you get the masterminds, can you get the masterminds without the blueprints? Reach out to your business plan advisor, my friends. We, we, we'll, we'll talk to each and every one of you. You can email your business plan advisor. You can also email, you can even email Joanne at legendarymarketer.com and she'll point you in the right direction. She's our director of live training and marketing. So we're making ourselves available. Hell, um, my email is dave at legendarymarketer.com in case you ever just want to drop me a note, okay? Um, so we want to make sure that everybody knows we're available here to help you guys out. Can. I hear old doggy dog. He's not a big deal. He's not a big deal. One last question for you, okay? How has this process reintroduced Chelsea to Chelsea? How has this process either, 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 um, introduced you to a part of you that you did not know was even there, or how has it reintroduced you to a part of your personhood in who you are that you maybe had forgotten that existed? I said this on the virtual mastermind on Saturday, but it's true. So I'm just going to say it again, but I don't even recognize myself anymore. And I think it's not because I was being who I really am before. I think this is who I was supposed to be all along. Mm -hmm. And I just never believed that I could be this confident, strong person. Like, because again, I just didn't grow up that way. And I'm the second child, you know, lost my mom very young. And, you know, my dad's an alcoholic, just like yours was. And so I was just always a, you know, timid, um, insecure girl that never thought I could build anything like this at all. And now I think that this is the person God wanted me to be my entire life. And that's what got me here. That's what got me here is this transformation into this person that I was always supposed to be. This girl is on fire. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> My friend, um, that was deep. That was powerful. You are powerful. You are deep. You are amazing. You are blowing us away. You are blowing your family away. Um, you are blowing anybody who knows you away. And if people do not know you or want to know you, it is their loss um, because you are absolutely on fire. And I look forward to continuing to watch your journey. Come back and keep me posted here in the near future. And I look forward to hanging out with you as well in the near future. And uh, keep rocking, my friend. You are truly, truly the definition of a legendary marketer. Thank you. Thank you so much. I can't wait to meet you in, in real life. All right. We'll talk to you soon, Chelsea. Stay All legendary, right. friend. Take care. All right, my friends. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is, baby. My Lord, my Lord. What else is there to say, my friends? What else is there to say? You can follow Chelsea, the affiliate, on Instagram at Chelsea, the affiliate. Uh, that is spelled out C-H-E-L-S-E-A, the affiliate. Spelled out exactly how it sounds. Chills is right, my friends. I'm sorry for not posting your comments uh, up on the screen throughout the show. I just really wanted to make sure that 
um, you know, and I don't know, I was just, I was just really into listening. And I, I usually like to post a lot more of your comments and I see them going by, but I always have a little bit of a concern that our, our, our guest might be more distracted. I'm kind of used to them at this point, uh, being able to kind of do two things at once. So I do watch your comments as I'm talking to our guest. And this is me that's actually posting them on the screen right now. It's not a, I do, we do have our team here, but um, I am control, I am in control of what's happening on the screen here. So I see you all. I appreciate you all. There was over a thousand of you on the, on the show this morning live and uh, deservingly so. Chelsea is, as I said, a true legendary marketer and you can uh, watch her, learn from her and uh, follow her over at Chelsea, the affiliate over on Instagram. My friends, let that marinate. Maybe this might be one that you need to percolate on a little bit more and even come back and listen to it again. Remember, all of our shows are also uploaded onto the major podcast platforms. So you can go to you know Apple Podcast or whatever, and you can type in Wake Up Legendary. And we have these episodes uploaded right away. Okay, So it's not like you even really need to wait long. This might be one that you want to go back and listen to a couple of times for those of you who are thinking that somebody like Chelsea has a secret advantage or knew all along that she was going to crush it from the very beginning. Um, you know, it's just not the case. And she was about as real as it gets today in explaining exactly where she's come from, uh, how she started, the mindset she was in when she started, and some of the things that she still struggles with to this day. I mean, she even got into childhood uh, traumas and dramas, and we are appreciative and forever grateful for that vulnerability and that honesty. If you want to get reminded about the show every morning, text WUL to 813-296-8553. I feel like a, 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 a disc jockey. WUL to 813-296-8553. WUL to 813-296-8553. Uh, and my friends, get into our education and learn how the hell to do this so you too can begin to live the life, not that you always dreamed of, but very simply that you damn deserve to have. You are worthy. Now go out there, show the world, but also show yourself, right? We're not here to be your guru or savior. We're just here to very simply be an additional friend, mentor, and guide who can help you to go inside and discover parts of yourself that maybe you did not know existed, just like Chelsea. All right, my friends, we'll talk to you soon. We'll be back here tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern time for another episode. Get on out of here. Stay legendary. Peace.